0: You've been dancing with all over the neighborhood. So why didn't you ask me, baby? I didn't you think I could. Well, I know
2: that the Bucaloo is out of sight. Watch Radio 929 the Game, 929theGame.com. It's Sam and Greg. That scene shot right on Irving Park Road. Down north yep. side of Chicago. Yep. I think it's Irving Park. I've been Milwaukee. Uh, Not sure. Well, there was a lot of stuff shot in that. It was right in front of the L tracks. There, so, I got to remember which street Garden's side. Anyway, all right, love that movie. Okay. Love me. me too. So, that's me a, too. that is a remote drop. Yeah, when that one comes on. Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 the game 929 the game.com on this Memorial Day Monday morning in for Steak and Sandra. Now, we're officially in for the uh Steakhouse. steakhouse. Good yes. morning, Georgia. Morning, and good morning to you folks in Douglasville. Oh, wait, that was yesterday. yesterday. Sorry, Carrollton.
0: Okay, I, Carrollton. I had to flip back because I was looking alma, at my notes, alma,
2: the alma mater. That's right. The alma mater. So we got to talk more about what we got going on because we have something special for yeah, you do. right we now. Do. We want to replay an interview that we had yesterday that couldn't be more relevant today, this morning, right now. So we are going to replay an interview that we had with uh, uh, Deputy C.J. Relaford from the Gwinnett County Sheriff's Department. He is the public information officer, and he was passing on information that everyone should know as you prepare to head out, whether it's to the lake or the park or wherever you're going, on this Memorial Day. This is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety The game. Problem. Yeah. DJ, you have an open line here to just call our producer when you have information that we need to know about the pass on about everything that's going on up there in Gwinnett County.
0: When you guys have your okay. uh, employment fair, or yeah, whatever. all of that. Well, okay, so we
2: obviously have some technical issues with that, Thank so you for just, just, me. we just we do have it now. With
0: us and um, appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule uh, to hey. join us because he's one of these people. We talk about people who have to work, right? even when a lot of people you are, are having yeah. fun and,
2: got, and people have to work. he got information he's got to pass out. Plus, you know what? <laughs> this dude sounds like he listens to us. You think so? And that's just us, but the station. I bet so. he's a fan. Maybe he, so. So he we sounds are, like a we
3: are. Yes. Yes, I am. Thank you. See? I, I, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Too. I, could, I could
2: tell. I could tell. He's screaming <laughs> at the radio with them Falcons from time to time or them Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, let's start off with this. We brought you. you on here and we're going to ask you other questions. But just off the top, what's the what's the one or main thing you need to pass on to our listening audience? if They're going to make their way up to the lake today or just information to start with. Keep in mind. What is that? Oh.
3: The main thing for us from the law enforcement perspective is the preparation phase. Please, please, please take the extra 15 minutes to plan your trip. And when I say take the extra 15 minutes to plan your trip, number one, check the current work, the current weather conditions. Uh, the, the weather conditions can change uh, from the moment you wake up to the moment you get to the dock to the moment you get out and you, you and your family are actually on the water those weather conditions can change at a moment's notice. So I want you to have a full picture of the weather conditions for your day. I want you to make sure that your cell phones are fully charged. In the case of an emergency, you should at least have one or two cell phones where you can make that important phone call. Uh, number three, make sure all your documents are in order and readily available. That means your driver's license, your boaters license, any identification documents that you need. But more, most importantly, If you're going out to the lake uh, in Gwinnett County, we have parts of Lake Lanier before it touches Hall County. Make sure that someone that you trust and you know knows when you're supposed to come home. Um, Just in case you and your family are out on an emergency in Lake Lanier, at least somebody back home in Lawrenceville, Duluth, Swanee, they can expect to get that phone call or those pictures or those texts around 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. If that doesn't happen, you can have somebody on your behalf, you know, call 911 on your behalf and say, hey, my cousin, my brother, their family, they went out to Lake Lanier at 3 o'clock. It's now 10 o'clock in the evening, and I haven't heard nothing. And then that can start the process on your behalf. So God forbid your cell phone doesn't work or, you know, unfortunately you weren't able to call 9 one for
2: assistance. You know, I don't even think we need to continue this. I mean, he said everything right there and that last part. Was really really riveting and hit me because we throughout our life we've heard those first few hours when it comes to folks that are missing are the most crucial. Right, right. And like you said, ten o'clock at night. Listen, you can't start a search party at at midnight or one in the morning if you like don't let these folks know. Right. So I would say, yeah, nine ten o'clock at night. That was that was beautiful. Thank you, um, deputy. Again, talking to uh, Deputy C J Relford from the uh, Gwinnett County Sheriff's Department. He's a public information officer letting you know everything you need to know about heading up to Gwinnett or Hall County, Lake Lanier, enjoying this holiday weekend.
0: Yeah. What about for first timers? There's always somebody who wants to go out there for the first time. Maybe got a jet ski, yeah. or,
2: Christmas yeah, presents. You're yeah, bringing yeah, yeah, your Christmas
0: yeah, presents you know out there. I mean, there. The first time out there they want to go out and take people out. And that's the thing that gets me. That you have people who are experienced who go out, but you got the first timers right. too, right? Right.
3: For my first timers, uh, I want to take you back to to high school, uh, everybody had that history teacher that always says, research, research, research. So for my first time was going out to the lake and you're going out with your family, make sure you research all the laws that are applicable to boating, And those laws are controlled by the Georgia Department of Natural Resources Law Enforcement Division. And they can go to gadrle.org. And that website will tell you everything about the boating rules and regulations. So that way, I want you and your family to be fully informed before you, before you even get out there. And then number two, just know what type of vessel that you're using. So before you even get to Lake Lanier, how was your boat classified? Is it a PWC, which is a personal water aircraft? Is it a Class A, which is a boat less than 16 feet? Is it a class one, 16 feet to 25 feet? Those things you need to know. Does your boat, is it self-propelled or is it motorized propelled? Different laws apply to different vessels. So before you even plan your trip, make sure you research all the laws. So that way, when you get out onto the water, you're already informed before you even get out there. Because the main thing is we want you to get out there and have fun, but we also want
2: you to be safe. That brings a that brings a question. Man, he he's this is beautiful. We need to bring him on a lot more. You know, <laughs> I mean, and just to talk sports, CJ, you're doing a great job this morning. I love the high school analogy. Yeah. Although I ditched history,
0: history. You, you, but I
2: have a better one though. I have a better high school analogy. I know you got one on the tip of your tongue. There. So go ahead. No, 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 I got a
0: quest. Got a question. You're talking about breaking laws on
2: the water. Do people get tickets? Yes, they do. I can answer that. Yes, yes. You can, get, can get a get you can get a ticket.
3: Yeah. Yes. Now the Gwinnett County Sheriff's Office, we don't deal with the water as much. Uh, we have our Gwinnett County Fire Department. Uh, we have Hall County that helps out. But you need to be aware of the Georgia warden, game wardens. And like I said, the Georgia Department of Natural Resources, their law enforcement division, they have a team that patrols Lake Lanier mm-hmm. and all our massive bodies of waters 24-7. Mm-hmm. They don't play. So that's, why, yeah, that's why it's important to research those laws beforehand so when you do see them out patrolling, doing their jobs, you know, you're confident that at least you know the basics. Just like we always tell our teenagers, know the basics of, of driving a car, know the basics of boating.
2: Yeah, you won't mess with them boys. They're like bouncers. Because, you know, he, Deputy here, he's got to cover a wide area. He's got to, you know, he's not on the lake. But them dudes are just on the lake. Like a bouncer, he's only got a certain area that he's in charge of. Right. And they, you know how they wield that the, power there. You ain't getting behind yeah. the rope. But yeah, they, they, they do give out tickets up there. I love, but I said I love his high school analogy. Get the, you know, get the information. But what he talked about, you asked about first, first-timers yeah. and then the experienced right. ones that are out there. This is, like you said, in high school, freshmen don't know. Right. Sophomores think they know it all. Yeah. Ju- juniors know it all, and seniors don't care. Wow. Right. That is an analogy for life. You can plan it to college or how you get through. And the seniors, the people who've been there, done that, like you said, the experienced boaters, they actually are all, They're kind of like offensive drivers in that they know they got some knuckleheads over here. I'm going to get over here as quick as I can and stay away <laughs> from them folks. <laughs> but, but again, bringing this back, C.J., again, Deputy uh, C.J. for joining Sam McGregor at Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's one thing to prepare – get to the lake, have yourself a great day. Maybe there's some alcohol involved while you're out there on the lake, but you don't overdo it. But my point is, whatever the party was on the lake, you kick in when they get off the lake, off and then back into their cars. What is it that you can talk to folks about when you leave the lake that they need to know about?
3: Uh, Like I said, we want you and your family to have fun. But if you're going to be consuming alcohol and travel in general, Uh, you want to we want to matriculate now to the college analogy always have the designated driver i say that because in college i was the designated driver i I was never a, a, a drinking man when i was in college but i always made sure that my friends made it back to campus safely so there's always that one family member that can go out to the lake and they're perfectly comfortable having fun while you and the rest of the family members, you know, enjoy alcoholic beverages and then that person can ensure the entire family makes it back safely. And then so that person's main job is to make sure they follow all the rules and regulations of driving up and down the roads. So that's why I said planning is crucial. If you have a family of four or a family of five, you know, call the call that uncle or that auntie that you know that that doesn't drink and then make it a six-person or a seven-person party. Always have that extra person whose main focus is just to get you there and to get you back safely.
2: I, I just always have this thought when I, when I hear about somebody being a designated driver. It's okay. like, First of all, I'm sorry, but you lost a bet. Why Why? you
0: say because that? Because he can't drink.
2: You oh. know, But <laughs> that person is definitely getting into heaven. Right, so that. you lost a yeah, bet because you gained your rank or whatever, yeah, but yeah. you the people who do that get the big picture. Yeah. And, right. and, so and everybody you else can have a good it's time. It's not always you know, you know, it's it's tough for the young folks to step up and act like the adult when you have peer pressure coming from your friends. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. So he understands right. that, but uh listen, you're a good man for being that person.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, right. absolutely. Thank folks we folks who are spending time on the Waitfor dot com hotline this morning with Deputy CJ Relaford from the Gwinnett County Sheriff's Office, uh, just giving some things to keep us safe as we head to Lake Lanier because it it almost never fails. During this time of year, someone goes out and there's someone in distress, and we don't want to hear that this time. We want people to go out and have a good time and be safe out on the waterways. Now, I'm going to ask you, what what do you get to do today? I mean, this weekend, I mean, do you get to have any fun at all Are you sitting around (laughs) (laughs) waiting to to see who's going to get out of line?
3: (laughs) Well, you know, my fund is always protecting the citizens of uh, Gwinnett County. Uh, Yesterday, we had our second annual Mental Health Community Awareness Fair at Alexander Park. So uh, our team was out with Sheriff Taylor and the Mental Health Task Force, and we were out giving free information on mental health and mental illness. Uh, We're going to a Memorial Day event tomorrow at g Jack. That's our county courthouse um, to celebrate all the people that that serve for Memorial Day. So that's our job. Uh, Monday through Friday, 24-7, our job is to get out there in the community and just to make sure that the community has the best uh, information possible. Uh, At the sheriff's office, we believe that knowledge is power. So it's it's my job to carry out uh, the sheriff's initiatives to keep the Gwinnett County safe and we're always trying to give out information the best way that we can. So especially platforms such, such as yours, you know, I'm truly blessed and grateful to be on here. And hopefully if I can just impact one family or one person's life today from listening to this uh, this radio uh, show, I think that my job has been complete.
2: Well, Deputy Relifer, let me just throw one more thing in here. And you didn't say it officially, and I have got no information. But if your department is like all others, I would imagine that you're looking for bodies. There are job yes. fairs coming up for don't all. No, they looking for bodies. Meaning meaning people that work yeah, there. You, want folks you know, work. folks will come okay, in there. Okay,
0: employment you know, opportunities.
2: Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Well, you said it your way. He knew what I meant. He said, "Yeah, man. You know, throw me under the bus." <laughs> anyway, you guys are looking for folks, right? <laughs> we actually have a couple communities that have reached out to us. We have a regular, you know, we have a regular conversation with a couple of folks up in, in different counties. So tell us where people male or female who are thinking about joining the force up there in Gwinnett County, can reach out to her, or look on your website if they want to submit a, um, an employment form.
3: Uh, we're always looking for a qualified applicants, so you can go to gogcso.com, and that's our recruitment page, totally dedicated towards recruitment. So that's gogcso.com. And our main website is gwinnettcountysheriff.org, and then you can forward slash recruitment or information. But our main recruitment website is gogcso.com, uh, and we're always looking for people for a, a, a wide range of backgrounds. So we just uh, lowered our we just lowered our age requirements, but not our hiring standards. So our age requirements we just lowered it to 18. So what I tell uh, the young people in college now, I say, hey, you're 18 years old. You can work for the sheriff's office right now at 18, and when you graduate from 21 and you and your buddies are standing at graduation, your buddy applies to the FBI to try to get a job. He has zero years of work experience but an A-plus in his degree, and you have an A-plus with your degree, but you also have four years of work experience. Who do you think is going to get hired? And it's always the person with the progressive work experience. So we're hiring 18-year-olds. You can come fresh out of high school. You, you can get that discipline. You can get that, that work ethic that you need and then to matriculate your career and be a good person and to help your community. Wow.
2: This dude, I'm, I'm telling you, we got to tape this, and we <laughs> send this to the folks in Gwinnett County. You can't find a better spokesperson yep. than, than CJ here. Yep. You got an opinion about the Falcons, Hawks, or Atlanta United? While well, we got you on the phone. What's <laughs> your, your sport, CJ?
3: Which one do you
0: follow? Which one do you follow?
3: I do like the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, people always ask me uh, why didn't I try out for the Atlanta Falcons.
2: Oh, why? Wow. Well, you you got that? You got that kind of body? You, you kind of fasc- yeah. I'm
3: you- I'm six five, right around three twenty. Oh man! But I tell them, you know, that the NFL it is, a, it is a it is a completely different animal. So yeah, I is. enjoy law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't bring a weapon on the field. <laughs> you're, trying to,
2: you're trying to stop an end rusher. Oh, um, anyway, this this has been wonderful. Sam. Yeah, fantastic, I mean, all this fantastic. Information. And,
0: and shout out to Sheriff Taylor uh, for helping yes, us sir. get lined up with you. Shout out to him and everyone at Gwinnett County. Uh, Deputy Rellaford, thanks so much for spending some time. You be safe this yes, holiday sir. weekend. Thank, and, you, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And, Thanks for joining us. This and morning.
2: CJ, you have an open line here to just call our producer when you have information that we need to know about the pass on, yeah. about everything that's going on up there in Gwinnett County.
0: When you guys have your okay. uh, employment fair and yeah, all of
2: that,
3: let us know about those things. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. No problem.
2: Watch Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Monday morning, Memorial Day Monday morning. We are in for the steakhouse. Yeah. And uh, how's it going so far this morning? Okay, man. It's great. It's great, man. Yeah, beautiful outside. We got a little information from from CJ. Appreciate you guys hanging around for that little interview there. The the, the one thing that you take away from that is how he described how if you want to be a part of the, the sheriff's department, you know, you can get paid and continue to go to school, and when you get out, yeah, right. It's all set for you. How about that? So we're going to find out about more communities. Got that
0: work experience on the resume already? Well, Nothing like that. Ask any of these graduates. Yes, yeah, exactly. Who, folks who are walking out the door right now like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Parents are like, uh, what you going to
2: do? Uh, exactly, yeah. Right? Oprah's not standing there giving you a car <laughs> right there at the end. All right, let's jump into our next guest here. Because let's do that. He has been in the starting blocks all weekend long. Terrell was supposed to join us on Saturday. Things happened. We couldn't join us. Then he was in the bullpen yesterday, was thinking about it. Couldn't happen. But we decided because of that, we're going to give him the prime spot today. Yeah. Let him sleep in a little bit, you know, put the kids over here. He said, Daddy, got to work in a little while. And we're bringing him on now. So Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times, friend of the show, man with his own walk on music. Good morning. Hope you and the family are enjoying a wonderful Memorial Day weekend.
4: Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Thanks for having me. And so far, so good. As you said, a little bit of time to sleep in for a little while. All right, now. Uh, and so I'm I'm feeling good, feeling great.
0: Amazing thing when you get to do that, right? Yes,
4: indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> he says that with a deep sigh.
0: Especially when we know we got to stay up a little bit late tonight because we got a game seven.
4: Yep. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm surprised that we have a game seven, but we're here, and I can't wait.
0: You didn't make it like other plans. I mean, think about the TNT guys. We talked about them earlier. The TNT (laughs) guys—they've been putting off their vacation now for about a half the week because they thought they figured they'd be (laughs) gone, right?
4: (laughs) Well, hey, what 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 a better way to spend Memorial Day evening than watching some basketball? Winding down, preparing for the week again, and. The the two best words in, in sports: Game Seven.
2: So yeah. Game Seven in my Mi- Game Seven in Miami, as opposed to Game Seven in Boston. Yeah. Not because of the teams, but just far as the broadcasters work in the game. I'd rather be hanging out down there than up there. But that's just I can me. Dig it. I, what? <laughs> how would you go about trying to analyze who you think is going to win this game tonight, and then by extension, the series? I mean, we got a pretty much the way this 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 craziness has gone on in the East. And Denver's been sitting back relaxing. I mean, it seems like a foregone conclusion that Denver's going to just buzz through whoever comes out of the East of these two teams. But then we've seen in the past that teams have sat back and waited for their chance to start their series. Maybe a little rust accumulates. How do you look at what's going on right now in the East and then the two teams that will eventually end up playing in the finals?
4: You know, I'm still truly shocked. And and for those who had a chance to witness The way game six actually ended, you know, that right there in itself kind of summed up the series as a whole. You thought with about 2.13 seconds left that Miami was about to celebrate on South Beach and, you know, head on to the NBA Finals. And then Derek White comes out of nowhere with the miraculous tip-in, And he knew from the from the get go, as soon as it went in, that it was good, that the ball had left his hands, you know, before the buzzer sounded and that, that again, it just summed up this series. You know, when Miami was up 3-0, I, I definitely I said, "Wow, I couldn't believe that." First and foremost, although it's been an ongoing topic for us throughout this NBA season about the culture and Pat Riley and the Miami Heat, so it, it wasn't as shocking. They're not, uh, they're, not, they're. I understand they're an AFC and they were a play, a playing team and such, but they're not the average HC in my opinion. Um, but Jalen Brown, uh, Atlanta zone had been saying it from the muscle. Don't let us get one. And they got one. Then they got two. Then they got three. <laughs> and <clears throat> heading back to Boston. It's just, it's so hard not to believe that the Celtics are going to find a way tonight to get it done. And as you mentioned it with Denver waiting in the wings, I really do believe Boston and Denver could end up being a, a, a great series. I think the two teams match up extremely well. So, I don't necessarily think Denver would have a cakewalk going into the series that they would have against the Celtics, especially a Celtics team if they're coming off of winning four straight, making history, and repeating and getting back into the NBA finals. Uh, I, I think they could be dangerous and, and have a, a great deal of momentum headed into that series. So, tonight will set the tone. I think if Miami ends up being Denver's matchup, Denver will kind of have an easier hand. Um, but if it is Boston, look out. We may be in for a great series.
0: Folks, spend the time on the waitforward.com hotline on this Memorial Day Monday. A morning with Terrell Thomas. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Eldorado2452, at Eldorado2452. You say that, you know, and but I'm thinking that way too. Usually a game seven in Boston, traditionally it goes that way. But we've seen this Boston Celtics team lose games during the playoffs. And once again, if it comes down to coaching, to me, that's the thing that Miami has in their back pocket that they can use, just a coach that has been in this arena been in this situation before. That's the thing that makes me think Miami still, maybe even though we've seen what we've seen the last three games, Gabe
2: Vincent, you know, that's the, that's the name though.
0: Okay.
4: Yeah. No, you, you, you've hit it right on on the head there as well. Like coaching has been key throughout this entire series. And although I just gave that, you know, big soliloquy on, on why Boston could win, I really would not be surprised just for the reasons in which you stated. If Miami did find a way to win, they have a, a very gritty and intelligent player and Jimmy Butler, you just mentioned uh, Gabe Vincent. I don't know for sure. Um, I know he's been cleared to practice and such, but I I, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow, some way, we find out that Tyler Hero is in the lineup tonight. He is he practicing. He is
0: practicing. Right. That, that right
4: on,
2: there is the X factor.
4: On, on, on limited minutes, I really think that as you mean, that may be an X factor. I think they may be hiding that ace in the hole and just he may only play fifteen minutes tonight. But hey, he hit two or three big three pointers that could be enough to help Miami get over the hump. But as you mentioned, Coach Spo, phenomenal coach. I I think one of the top five that we've seen in this generation of basketball. And that could be the difference. That certainly could be the difference in tonight's matchup.
2: Terrell Thomas, These Urban Times, joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Mr. Crenshaw earlier in the show talked about the fundamentals have become key to both of these teams advancing. When they apply that, or those, if you will, that has seemed to be what has – along with just some dumb luck. But that's what's helping the <laughs> team that has won moving forward. Um, it was the implementing of making these guys go back to fundamentals, which I think Miami had in those first three games, somehow got away from it where Boston won the three. But we got to talking about how we is sort of a picture of Pat Riley on some kind of walkie-talkie down to Eric Spolstra and then Eric Spolstra to the team and telling them, pushing them to get back to fundamentals. The question after all of that to you is this, who do you think, which group is listening to their coaches more when it comes to the adjustments? Not that they're all not hearing them, but they're applying what they're telling them to do. I really
4: think it's the Boston Celtics. And I think the fact that they've been able to spin off three straight shows for, for some strange reason, and you could call me crazy. I feel like they've went back to the philosophy of last season and, 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 you know, like how you spoke on someone being on a walkie-talkie. I think they may have their former head coach on a walkie-talkie and maybe, you know, talking with him and kind of implementing some of the philosophies in which he had going defensively and offensively. It just seems like the first three games, Boston really wasn't listening or they weren't they weren't able to apply whatever philosophies were being preached. And I, I, I feel like with the, when their backs were against the wall, they kind of went back or, or, or were forced uh, to resort, for lack of a better terms, to what they knew best, and that was defense uh, playing together as a unit. And I think they realized if we want to get back to the NBA Finals, let's kind of put in some of the philosophies, some of the, some of the rotations, some of the strategies, and what's got us there. So I would have to say it's the Boston Celtics up until now. The first three games, I would have to say it was the Miami Heat. I mean, the results have shown. But as of recently, we haven't seen that same Miami Heat team, so I would have to give that edge to the Celtics.
0: I think the other thing you have to watch is also the veteran presence on these teams, and I know that something that started happening in those games where you just wanted to win one game for Boston Terrell was Al Horford. When they would come on, on timeouts, Al Horford would almost take command of the huddle. He was the one that reminding them, like you said, what got us here last year, what got us to this point. You need that voice. We talked about that during the course of the season and how our Atlanta Hawks really didn't have that voice. And and, and it was one of the problems with, with our team here in Atlanta. They have that voice, and I think that's – when you talk about Al Horford, that's something that doesn't show up in the box score. It doesn't show up as a rebound or a point. But a big advantage when you have somebody like that who wants to get back there. He wants to get a chance. He wants to get a ring as long as he's been the <laughs> player, right? You know what I mean? So – so uh, he's going to remind them what got them to this point last year.
4: Yeah, I, I haven't been the biggest Al Horford fan for the past few years. I think I'm still just a little salty because I've wanted him to be able to bring a championship here to Atlanta. But he does have that champion mentality, of course, winning a championship in Florida. And, and what you just said was very key. It doesn't show up on the box score. His performance defensively and offensively, he's he's aging, isn't the same. But that IQ has stayed the same. He 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 may ha- he may even be a smarter player today than he was during his time with the Hawks and with the Sixers. And he has been that voice in which those younger players need. But I think we do we forget as basketball fans that Marcus Smart's still fairly young. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are definitely fairly young. This is still a very young Boston Celtics team. Uh, so I think you hit it right on the head as well. Al Horford's voice in that huddle, his command in the huddle, and his leadership has been key for them to run off these three straight victories.
2: Hey, Terrell, enjoy the rest of your weekend, man. And as always, thank you for getting up and being a part of our show. What's We're, on the grill, man? You got, well, oh, we, well, you we, you got
0: we, a grill up? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm relaxing today. No See? grilling for
2: me. I'm, I'm looking for a
4: grill. I'm looking for a good space game. And I'm looking for somewhere to
2: actually
0: enjoy ah. game seven tonight. But that's, no, not, that's not, like not what I'm looking for. Terrell will come over and bring an empty plate that you can See, that's what he's been fishing for all day long. That's exactly
2: what he's been looking
0: for. That's what I'm looking for, too, Terrell. You find it, man. Give me a holler. I'll be over, right?
2: I certainly will. I certainly you know, will. Mucha plate there. <laughs> anyway, man, we're going to talk to you next week. And uh, tell All the right. family we said hello.
0: Y'all have a good time today. I certainly
2: David. will. I certainly will. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a blessed week. All right, All there right you now. go, Terrell Thomas. Uh, these urban times. He brought up a really crazy scenario, though. When I was talking about the you know, the whole Pat Riley and the walkie-talkie down to Spolster, he took it to the next level. And then, were that to be the case, you got exactly exact, actually the battle of the presidents in the stands. Pat Riley versus Brad Stevens. <laughs> S- sending <laughs> notes down. And then, and then, you know, Pat Riley sends one down, then you cut to the other side of the court, and then Brad Stevens like, oh, yeah, oh, man? Here, well, we're going to do this. Back and <laughs> forth with Tex. Were wow. that would be the case, that would be pretty funny. Yeah, it would be. All right, we are going to uh, wrap things up. we got a few things that we didn't cover today we are going to talk about next. Sam and I, we have been in for not only the morning shift, but now the steakhouse. But there are events coming up, and before Chris Goforth gets in here, we're going to cover them up next. Well, not cover them up. We're going to talk about yeah, them. Right. Where, where's that effect? Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929 TheGame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mumble number
1: five. One,
4: two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. Some
2: gin and juice, but I really don't wanna voice radio like 929 the game, 929theGame.com. Sam and Greg, we are in for Steak and Sandra. It's the steakhouse officially right now. We started off with the morning shift, and we, we you know we're here for a little while, little while longer. Yeah. This GoForth comes in here next. Mm-hmm. It's been an interesting morning, but it is Memorial Day, Monday morning, where we've been having fun. But you, as you like to say, take a second, remember why we are here why you know as Karen Pistana said reflective thank you it was be
0: be reflective today as we uh, celebrate and enjoy if you get out and about if you um you know been out of town and you on your way back into town travel safely because the roads are going to get crowded yeah, later today as people make their back way their way back home if you got to go out to hartsville Jackson uh it's going to be <laughs> going to be a mob scene out there later on as people fly back into town uh this weekend so just Pack your patience. Pack some extra time if you got to go out that way. Just pack know your it. patience. Yeah.
2: That should be a song. Yeah.
0: You do that. Take it.
2: You, I don't you, know who it is, but it just sounds you, like it.
0: You know what? We, 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 uh, we, have, we learned to do that in this town because the freeway can, you know, just lock up on you at any minute. So, you know, you need they to. They had I 20 was closed we, a
2: little while ago. We, we saw you that.
0: Home, when you leave home, just just bring it, just put it in the car with you.
2: Out there out in, back, in Douglasville. Pack your patience. Yeah, you may
0: you, you may need it but be safe if, if you're going out today if you're going out to Piedmont Park last day of the um, of the Atlanta free Jazz Festival people have enjoyed uh concerts and enjoyed great weather uh all three days the last the third mm-hmm. and final day lettucy will be last on stage tonight vocalist tonight at nine o'clock so uh, the music starts at one go out
2: and enjoy that today <sighs> so all the sports that we talked about today what are you most looking forward to? And I realize that there is a game seven, so you would immediately go to that for most sports fans. But I don't know; it's going to be coming on around the same time that that first pitch happens out there in Oakland.
0: Yeah, about and you about want to see Mike
2: Soroka and you see what see he's going to be Soroka. bringing and all of that. So,
0: yep, you got that happening today. You've got plenty of tennis, uh, you know, Novak Djokovic. So now Francis Tiafo has not started his match; he'll be coming on. So you got French Open going on, and you got not one. But two races up in Charlotte today. Uh, we're less than two hours away from the Xfinity Series race that was rain delayed. And then the Cup Series race comes up at 3 o'clock.
2: And we're confident that the weather is going to allow those races yeah, to happen. Yep,
0: yep. The weather is blowing out from Charlotte. It's going on up the East Coast. Folks up in Virginia and Washington are getting rained on today. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully not as bad as things happened out on the South, uh, North Carolina and South Carolina coast. But, um, yep, all clear up in Charlotte. And they'll be able to uh, fire the engines, go racing. And that, if you haven't, if you never watched it before, comes at three o'clock. The pre-race ceremonies for the Coca-Cola 600, is special. Uh, each car decked out with the name of a fallen uh, service person that they will be representing during the, the drive today. The and at one point during the race, they will stop all of the cars, you know, just for this moment of silence throughout the track. It's really special what they do during the Coca-Cola 600. So that's coming up later today.
2: Happy 39th birthday on this May 29th, 39, to Carmelo Anthony. Whoa,
0: who just retired last there week. There
2: you go. And uh, had a chance to work with his wife. Yeah, you did. A <laughs> few weeks back. Happy 62nd to Melissa Etheridge. Okay. 61st to Eric Davis. Man. That's right.
0: Eric the Red.
2: And you remember, did you watch that show, Orange is the New Black? Like the new Orange, well, you know, that show. It's, I think it's been canceled by now. Yeah. Laverne Cox. She was on that show. Yeah. Okay. It's her birthday today. And this is one that's crazy. The oldest Jackson, and I'm not talking about Mama and Joe's Gone. It's her birthday today. Okay, Reby. There you go. Yeah. But a lot of people didn't know nothing about Reby. Yeah, she's got her song. C- not C- only Cintipede. that, she is, are you ready Cintipede. for this? 73. Is she? 73 years old. There's a Jackson child who's in their 70s. Actually, there's two of them. Yeah. Because Jackie right behind her. Right. But the crazy part about it is mo- a lot of them kids were all born in May. Reby's mar- uh, born in May. Okay. LaToya is born on the same day. It's her birthday today, too. She, 50, she's, um, she was born in 56. So Reby and LaToya born on the same day. Okay. Janet was born May 16th. Jackie was born May 4th. One of them was in the water in Gary, Indiana in August. (laughs) Something (laughs) happened back back in the day. But, yeah, all of them, a lot of them. And today would have been the birthday of our 35th president. Want to take a shot at who that is? Um, Max, 35th president, anybody? Kennedy. There you go. I was going to guess, Kennedy, I promise. JFK would have been his birthday today. So, again, I ask you, of those matchups tonight, you really look at You gonna sit down with your popcorn, your your movie buttered popcorn, and watch the Braves first. Are really gonna concentrate on this game seven?
0: I'm going back and forth. I mean, I, I, you, you know what? I may go more with. I'm, I'll start with basketball, and I go and watch Soroka because I know Soroka is going to be on for a limited time. You know, okay. he's on a pitch count, and I want to see his all his pitch count. And then depending on how that game's going. Then I go catch the game. seven. So. Right. I think that's my strategy for tonight.
2: Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 <laughs> The Game, 929TheGame.com. You said something um, earlier in the show. We were talking about um, Denny Hamlin. Was it Hamlin that was spotted at Indy?
0: No, no. Oh, no. Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson.
2: Carl. And the fact that you believe that there, he's going to be the next guy like Tony Stewart to try and fit them both in in the day. And same I say day. that
0: because he'll drive anything, he, he will drive anything. Um, and he proves that he's driving on dirt tracks, you know, on, on the weekdays in between the, the big races, and so um, and it's paid off for him. People feel like he gets more time, just in more seat time, and an act, drive actual driving rather than you know waiting until the weekend and, and no practice, in the car and then go driving. So they feel like it's worked for him.
2: See, when you say that though, I would feel like pretty much all the drivers are like that. They they came up driving all kinds of different. Types of cars when, and different tracks.
0: But once tracks. you get to a certain level,
2: I understand you stop. Right. But I'm saying once you're when you're coming up, you're you're just jumping in anything that'll go fast. And I brought up a scenario to you about Lewis Hamilton possibly, you know, when he feels like he's done doing F1, come over here and the draw that he would be in America, whether it's NASCAR, it's Indy, whatever it is. And you sort of felt like he isn't somebody who drives. Like Kyle Larson just – Well, he doesn't do it because we haven't seen it, but he would – maybe it's something he did when he was younger. It's like, hey, I used to do this back in the day. Let me come back and try it again because I've done everything I can on the F1 circuit. I'm not going to get that car again.
0: As the show winds down, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed with Sam and Greg.
2: So that was – I just feel like I I would think that he, like Kyle Larson and all the other guys – you know, had access to all them short tracks and dirt tracks and all that stuff when he was coming up. But we now know him as this joggernaut on the F1 circuit, or yeah. was at least. So anyway, but you know that he would be the Pied Piper if he came and, you know, one of these Childress or one of these other owners threw a bunch of money at him and said, I want you to give a, you know, give NASCAR a try.
0: Yeah. Well, they talked about it one time, him doing Daytona. I think if he comes over for anything, he'll be one of the road racers. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I think part of NASCAR's strategy. More road race courses will invite other people from other d- disciplines to to take part in it.
2: All right. Well, the reason yeah. you heard that sounder is when Sam and I are normally on Saturdays and Sundays, we have all kinds of insignificant information. Well, actually, I do, and we throw it out there. Sometimes to derail the show, sometimes to add something to it. Yeah. And, and we have we have a, a a number of things left over, so we want to just kind of empty the bucket, if you will. But actually, I don't have a lot here because I've been kind of getting things. Throughout the show. But I actually have two here right now I want to mention that happened on this date, Sam. The 30th state of America became official. The 30th. 30th? If you had to guess what the 30th. Thir- like, I think Georgia was the fourth state. I actually believe that, that, when it became official and all that. I think I saw one day that Georgia was state number four. But this was the 30th state. Um, Midwest. I'll give yeah. you a little hint there. Um. Iowa. Put it on top of your cheeseburger. Oh, duh. It's <laughs> cheese. Oh, oh. Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin became the 30th state on this day. Okay. 1848. Um, also on this date, now stay with me on this one, court came back. It was 18, 19, uh, 1987. John Landis was found innocent in a court of law. Do you know what for? Max, I want to bring you in on this. Do you know about this story with John Landis? John Landis is a very famous director. He's the guy who did the Thriller video. I do not know. John Landis is a very famous director. He was part of a team of great directors who did a movie back then. It was Twilight Zone. They did it over the old TV show. Okay. And each one of these directors, Steven Spielberg was one of them, John Landis was one. I forgot who the other two guys were, but they were very prominent directors. And they did a famous Twilight Zone episode, and they put the four of them into this movie. Um, the one that John Landis did was about a guy who was just a bigot. He was just a so-and-so. I'm I'm biting my tongue. Right, right, right. right. Description (laughs) of this guy. And it was played by an actor named Vic Morrow. And Vic Morrow was a pretty big actor back then. Well, during one of the scenes that was being filmed, he, again, without giving it away if you haven't seen the movie, he just goes back to all these places he's talking about, and one of them is he's supposed to be like in Vietnam. And while he's there, things start happening to him. Long story short, there's a helicopter that appears. And so are you like Vietnam? Like, he's going to try and get on this helicopter and get on out of here. And blah. Well, while filming this, the helicopter has a technical issue, goes sideways, and the blades start chopping into the water. And the next thing you know, Vic Morrow oh And gosh. a couple kids are killed. Okay, so there was this trial that took place and they tried to put it on much like what's going on with Alec Baldwin right now. Yeah. Okay, But John Landis being the director, he was held accountable, along with a couple other people. But today was the day that he was acquitted and he was found innocent. But that's from that movie. And they left the craziest part about this, Sam, is they left that scene somewhat in the movie because we all know what happened. Right. And it's in the movie. If you go watch Twilight Zone, the movie right now, when they do that his section, you know, with Vic Morrow, right. that scene is somewhat in the movie. That's crazy. Isn't it though? They left, yeah, it, no, that there. Really they is... left
1: it there. That's scary. I don't, I don't want to get in any helicopters. <laughs>
2: yeah, me too. <laughs> Happy birthdays go out to Patrick Henry. You know, that give me liberty or give me death. Mm-hmm. It would have been Bob Hope's birthday ah. today. Uh, I say this with all seriousness, Sam. Um, this man could have changed history in the way that would have affected millions of people. Today is Ralph Metcalf's birthday. Do you know where I'm going with this? Ralph Metcalf, who ran in what Olympics? Oh, yeah, yeah, Olympics. Ralph Metcalf, 36 Max, Rome. he was running right next to Jackie, no, no, me, Jesse no. Owens. We know what Jesse Owens is to American track, and he did it in 36 the 36 Berlin. Olympics 36 in front of Adolf Hitler. Yep. He would have lost that race had Ralph Metcalf not slipped in the beginning coming out of the blocks. Go back and look at this. You YouTube that race. He caught him at the end, and he almost tied but that's only because Ralph Metcalf slipped at the beginning. Could you imagine if he'd have won that race, what that would have done to history? I say to you seriously, Sam, yeah. if, if, if Owens hadn't won that race and we'd be talking about Ralph Metcalf, it's a different situation. Al Fay Vincent, um, oh, the other one's celebrating a birthday today. So, that's it. The insignificant stuff is done. We will be back next Saturday and Sunday, 6 until 10. Folks, have yourself a wonderful rest of your Memorial Day. Be safe um, out there, y'all. Yeah, be safe. And just, again, you got to just call your folks out. Let some people know where you are in case you don't make it home, as the, as the CJ said earlier. But we want to thank the morning shift. We want to thank the Steakhouse for letting us come in here and be a part of this. Chris Goforth is up next. Have yourself a wonderful rest of your day. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the Game 92.9thegame.com. You can take us with you on the Odyssey app.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.